Mystery Mondays. 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 Mystery Mondays.
Game of Thrones, oh, baby. Yes. Nice. Game of Thrones, baby. Ode to Game, oh, of, Game of Thrones. Oh, Mr. Oh, Mondays, is it? Is it Game of Thrones? Or is it Mr. To be fair, there's it's actually quite a lot of cool mysteries in the Game of Thrones universe. Mm. Do you like ever hear about like the, uh, oh, what do they call them? The Deep Ones? The Deep the Ones. The Deep Ones. George R. R. Martin, obviously, like all authors, is um, heavily influenced by many different um, authors himself and, mm. and uh, literary works. And he clearly quite likes Lovecraft because the deep ones are almost like they're supposed to be these like ancient, almost like amphibious men mm-hmm. oh, that nice. used to like rule Westeros. Um, and there's like rumors that like sometimes they still like come out of the ocean and like steal people into the sea and stuff. Whoa. Pretty Whoa. creepy. And it's like Old Town, which um, you know in House of the Dragon, you know the High Towers. Yeah. So they're like the you know Alicent High Tower and Otto High Tower and uh, basically the the bad guys. Or at the least, High Towers. Or at least in my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, like nobody knows who built Old Town. It was already like there, like the tower of Old Town was mm. like already there, mm. and apparently it was built by this like slimy, almost like black, like stone. And um, a lot of people think that the uh, the uh, the deep ones, the deep um, ones built it. The deep ones. I love it how you know like so much about um, any kind of fantasy things. Like if you watch something, you get like balls deep. Oh, balls in it. deep, mate. Mm. I can't help it. <laughs> it's good, like because the more you know about all of the background of it like the richer oh, it makes oh. the story mm, 100% you know, the more yeah. you can in- indulge yourself within mm. the story within the world indulge and obviously yourself. and obviously the writer like deliberately will like put like nods and references to stuff that unless you in, unless you know it that well mm. you, it will sweep, slip mm. by you but if you know it really in depth you like you realize it's a really cool reference to something or like a nod or like an easter egg as they call it and you're like oh i know what they're referencing mm. the easter egg yeah i know what they're referencing or I even like things like mm. even things like um, the different swords. So, like Damon Targaryen, who's obviously mm. played by Matt Smith, the new one. Like he's got this sword called Dark Sister. Ah. And I think that during Aegon's conquest, like when the Targaryens took over, that was um, oh, what was uh, I think it was was it was it Raina or Rainies Raina? I want to say he was like um, one of Aegon's wives. He was also one of his sisters. <laughs> Mm. That was like her sword, but she was like the one that was like the super warrior badass one, basically like the Xena, but with like white hair. Mm. And that's Damon's sword and stuff like that. It's just pretty cool, isn't it? I that think. is cool. So that wasn't in the House of the Dragon then, so you don't see any of those. Yeah, so Dark, you, Dark Sister is Damon's sword. So you know that. You oh, know I mean, when, like, you know, who, his oh. sister, who who actually, whose sword it was originally. Yeah, because obviously that, they're like the descendants. By the time yeah. the House of the Dragon, obviously the Targaryens have like been like in charge of Westeros for like hundreds of years. Mm. Um, so that was like the original Aegon's conquest. So mm. there wasn't like a united kingdom of Westeros like back along when the Targaryens involved um, invaded there was like lots of small kingdoms so like the north you know how like Ed Eddard Stark in like the beginning of Game of Thrones he's like um, Lord and Warden of the North mm-hmm. well, he, he they would have just been like King of the North King of the North and then like the King of the West would have been like the Lannisters or mm. whatever and then you know yeah all of that stuff so does it annoy you a little bit that they didn't go back a bit further for like the new um, the new series because they, they started about halfway through that book didn't well, they well I think it would obviously be like too much to do in one go I would like it if though I think it would be really cool if they made another series that was all about Aegon's Conquest mm. yeah because I would have thought it would have been cool to like start at the beginning do you know yeah. what I mean and like do that as the yeah. first one and then like you know this, i think this one's about let me just try and think i think it's like it's it's somewhere like it's not like this isn't accurate at all but it's about halfway through the targaryen reign like if you think yeah. of like game of thrones it's almost like the end of the targaryen reign because yeah. also when we start game of thrones it's a baratheon on the throne mm. it's robert baratheon isn't it robert baratheon at the beginning of house of the dragon 
Viserys Targaryen is the king mm. on the Iron Throne, and then yeah, but if you wanted to do like a show which was like Aegon's conquest, which was when the Targaryens, <sighs> that'd be sick. Yeah, they came over, they fortified um, Dragonstone, mm. which is obviously featured a lot in both Game of Thrones and House of the Dragon, because in in Game of Thrones it's where Stannis Baratheon like lives. Mm. He's like the Lord of Dragonstone, mm. and obviously in House of the Dragon it's where. Um, um, uh, Rhaenyra and mm. Damon are residing, isn't it? What's the, what's the place where the big hole and they like chuck people down the hole that's up in the tower? The Eerie. The Eerie, the Eerie yeah. yeah, yeah, that's, that's cool. cool. Yeah, so the, the, the lords of that land are called House Arryn. Mm. House Arryn. And they were originally Andals. So you've got Andals and the first men, and then you've got. <laughs> And then, do you know what I mean? And then you've got like the, like the Angles and the Saxons. Yeah, yeah. And then you've got like the blood of old Valyria. So obviously, like, it's like different people. So it's like the Valyrians are obviously like Targaryen. And the only, like, well, yeah, there's, there's the Valerians um, and, and the Targaryens. I think they're the only two Valerian houses, like, in the entire Westeros. You've either got either that or the descent, they're either descendants of First Men, which is what, like, the Starks are, or you've got the descendants of Andals, which is what, like, some other houses are, like, House Arryn. Mm. There you go. So Game of Thrones intro. Boom. And, and then just Game a random of bit of knowledge. Yeah. knowledge. But no, it just made me think, because obviously, yeah, as we mm. it, there are actually loads of really cool mysteries in Game of Thrones. And it's like, you know, you were saying even about like House, like the Eerie and House Arryn, there's like the, the myth of House Arryn is that when the Andals invaded Westeros, which was like thousands of years before the Targaryens invaded Westeros, um, apparently the, the, the Lord of, of House Arryn, like back in the day, he, they were like masters of these like giant falcons. So in my mm. head, I almost like, imagine like the giant eagles in Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yeah. And apparently, like the Eyrie, because it's like Im- the whole thing about the Eyrie is like it's impenetrable because basically they built the fortress on top of this massive mountain. So if they want to just like shut the gates off to the world, they just can. And it's like no army has ever successfully invaded. Mm. Um, but obviously, what he and that was like the first men had that as well. But what he did is he just obviously just rode right to the top and then just like landed and then just like rather than obviously having to go all through like up the mountain mm. through the gates and everything he like landed on this giant falcon Fly on the eagle but um yeah like a falcon mm. um and if you remember i'm not you might not remember but like the sigil of house aaron is like a falcon Ah, but yeah, there so, you go. But like nobody knows in modern days if like that's a real story or not or if it's a myth mm. but let's face it in the world of game of thrones there's like there's like dragons and magic and stuff so the, the idea of like a giant Falcon isn't really that crazy. Well, let's face it. We've had like giant birds in in, yeah. re, in mm, real totally, life. Man. Those like giant terratorns and stuff yeah. that we talked about on Pandora's box, and they were like legitimate. Terratorn. Like you could have rid one of those. They were like mm. the sizes of yeah. like small planes. Imagine that <laughs> instead of horses, you're just like flying around on eagles on a giant terratorn. Yeah. That'd be sick. <laughs> like Avatar. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Oh man, yeah. Hmm. But yeah, and also ironically as well, just to finish off before we get into today's mystery, um, it's it's ironic as well because that's obviously how. House Aaron conquered the area and became lords of the area is by riding to the top on a, on a giant falcon and landing and then basically taking over the castle from the inside. That's exactly how the Targaryens conquered the area as well. Because when um, the Targaryens invaded Westeros, they obviously went about conquering all the different lands, um, some more peacefully than others. And um, they flew on some falcons. No, they obviously flew on dragons. Oh, on dragons, yeah. I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah. And the, and <laughs> of the, course. And House Aaron just, it was just like, oh, we'll just shut our gates and so no army can get through. And then apparently one day the queen just went out into the courtyard and, um, you know, um, oh, Vagar, mm. the the, ma- the most massive dragon in House of the Dragon. Uh-huh. No spoilers, but that last episode, guys, if you've seen <laughs> it. Um, yeah, Vagar, who's the most massive dragon by the time of the House of the Dragon, he was just like, he was just literally like out in the freaking courtyard and... Um, yeah, as I said, I can't remember her name 100%. I think it's, I think it's, uh, I think her name was Raina or something like that. Um, cause the thing is, there's lots, the Targaryen names get reused loads, so mm. it can be confusing. Do you know what I mean? So um, a different Raina. 
<laughs> yeah, I think mm. that was like the name of um, the, the, the one I'm on about that had dark sister, mm. Damon's sword as well. And she was just out in the courtyard with like the queen's son um, and was just like... Hand uh, it over. Yeah, ba- <laughs> essentially, that's essentially what happened, yeah. I think she said something like a bit more like ominous and, me- and like menacing so the kid wouldn't understand. She was like... Um, Saying that she was gonna like take the boy for a ride on the dragon, like, do you want to come for a ride on the dragon? But the queen obviously saw it as in like, but it was basically it's like you hand me the kingdom now, or I'm taking your son on this dragon. I'm gonna <laughs> drop him, and yeah, yeah, or the dragon's gonna eat him, or something horrible is gonna mm. happen, like you know. So she was just like, and apparently she did take the the boy for a ride on the dragon, and then when she came back because the queen knew what the symbolism was of it. By the time she came back, so there was just like the crown of of the eerie was just like laid out in the courtyard mm. and that with like all the other stuff. So it was just like, yeah, here you go. Mm. And then they, but then the Targaryens just basically demoted everyone from being like the kings of their region to like the lords of the region, mm. which is why they call them like wardens, don't they? You got like the warden of the north, Stark, mm. the warden of the west, Lannister. So they kind of let everyone stay in power, but just they you're didn't demoted like over from pa- like yeah, yeah but yeah, you're demoted they, from that's king pretty to cool. Lord. Rather than like replacing people or putting their own people like yeah. as the he- heads of those like places. Yeah, mm. definitely, man. Yeah, yeah, pretty cool. Anyway, welcome to Mystery Mondays, everyone. Hope you're having a good day out there. Whatever you've been doing, um, it's Bullwinkle's turn for a mystery My this turn. week. Let me just get up some spooky, ominous music. Um, My Newton. Yeah, we just. Um, about half an hour before we started today, Drew just randomly started playing a little bit of Game of Thrones. Mm. And it and start, started on the keyboard. Yeah. And I was like mm. trying it for ages, <laughs> like that little riff that... Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, yeah. But um, I just thought this would be way easier on guitar. Guitar's my main instrument, not keyboard. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Not weird little like... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's beautiful. Mini it's, a, it's a beautiful little thing, isn't it? It but, is. Mm. It is a beautiful. It's beautiful to play around beautiful. with. Oh, this is one that we haven't tried before. What's this one Ooh. like? <gasps> oh, it sounds a little Ooh. bit too like happy. Bit, yeah, I was going to say a bit happy. Yeah. Let's try another one. What do you it think, folks? Do you think that's too happy? Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Ooh, oh, that's like a fun. thunderstorm. Do you reckon that would work? Cool. That works. Yeah, I like that. It's called Dark Alley. Ooh. Dark Alley. Do you want to try this one? Some nice ambience. <laughs> I've just noticed in um, Bullwinkle's camera that the um, the aliens got the mic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Got a guest this week. It's the aliens turn for the mystery. The aliens oh, cool. turn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, Bullwinkle, over to you. Okay. So, ladies and gentlemen, the mystery for today will be that of Jeanette De Palma. <laughs> I might eat a sandwich while you're telling this one. Yeah, man. De get, get cozy. I'll, I'll turn down my mic so everyone doesn't hear my mastication. <laughs> That's mastication. Ooh. So, today we will be speaking about the murder of Jeanette De Palma, a girl who was 16 years old at the time of her murder. Hmm. She was born on August the 3rd, 1956, and lived with her seven siblings in their strong Christian household. She was a kind person who took part in a lot of community work targeted in helping drug addicts. She lived in an upper middle class lifestyle and the area of which she lived in had zero or or near to zero crime. Jeanette had told her mother that she was going to get the train to her friend's house and subsequently left left her house on Clearview Road, New Jersey. Once the parents found out that she hadn't arrived at her friend's house and didn't return home in the evening, they called the police and filed a missing missing persons report. It was strange for Jeanette not to turn up as she was a teenager who followed her religion strongly and did not party 
which is why her parents immediately knew something was wrong once she went AWOL. Six weeks later, on September 19th, De Palma's remains were found atop a cliff inside of Springfield's Hoodell Quarry. After a local dog brought her decomposing right forearm and hand back to its owner. So that's how they even like found her. The, some dog just like arrived back to its owner, thought it's got like a arm. stick or something, but yeah, got a decomposing arm. Pretty brutal. Yeah. Brutal. Mm -hmm. uh, according to several witnesses at the scene, De Palma's skeletal remains were surrounded by a, st by a series of strange and possibly occult objects. Descriptions vary, but m the most commonly agreed upon account states that the remains were found in a coffin-shaped perimeter of fallen branches and logs and inside this perimeter were several small makeshift wooden crosses. Some Springfield residents later claimed that De Palma's remains were found lying on a pentagram surrounded by mutilated animal remains. I think we've got a photo as well. On the second tab, if you could switch that, there should be like an outline of a sort of coffin. So that's the sort of description that they were, like everyone that saw it, because I think it was a bit of a um, public thing. Where mm. everyone was kind of going up and being like, what's going on here? The thing here? is, with all the crosses, that would almost make it out like it was almost like a Christian or like an extremist religious thing. Mm. Mm. So is that is that um, her on the left as well of it? Like, um, the lady, I obviously. think it is. That lady, yes. Ah, oh, pretty yes. young lady. The Federal Bureau of Investigation. Um, where was it? Right, so she was facing down, and by this point, her body was so decomposed that oh. she could only be identified by her teeth. Law enforcement authorities have denied that any of this was true, however, and further controversy was aroused when it was discovered that the body had been found on a cliff known to locals for several decades as the Devil's Teeth. Mm. That does add a bit like of a, of a creepy sort of undertone. Yeah, if you, if you get like like mutilated anywhere with yeah. the, and it's like in a place that's named after like the devil. Yeah, just if it was dark. like on Happy Hill, then maybe it, it makes would be it a clear that it was obviously was a deliberately like cult thing. Like they obviously picked that mm. area mm. deliberately. You know, uh, the Springfield Police Department began an investigation of the Palmer's death after an autopsy could not reveal a cause of death. Her remains and clothing showed no evidence of bone fractures, bullet wounds, or knife strikes. No drug paraphernalia was found on or around her body. And for undisclosed reasons, the coroner, dis the coroner uh, suspected that strangulation was the cause of death, leading the Union County Prosecutor's Office to treat the case as an unsolved homicide. The coroner was also discovered, or he also discovered an unusually high amount of lead in the remains. Uh, but no explanation was found for this occurrence either. That's another weird little detail. Mm. Just like found with loads of lead, like mm. in her blood. Of course, everyone's got like a bit, but I think it, for them to have made a note of that, it must have been pretty like abnormally high. There mm. is such a thing as lead poisoning. Yeah, mm. things were made out of lead a lot, weren't they? Mm. Like in back in day. Mm. I swear, was it even like kitchen utensils and things that they would drains, make drains, and so yeah, you get your tap water would be yeah, that's it, yeah. Brutal. Savage. Uh, early in the investigation, Springfield Police received a tip regarding a homeless man living in the woods near the quarry. The man was known to locals simply as Red, and it was alleged that he had fled his campsite in the woods shortly after De Palma went missing. While this lead initially looked promising, the Union County Prosecutor's Office ultimately decided that Red had nothing to do with De Palma's death. Okay. Investigators continued to attempt to find leads, 
but due to a lack of tips from the public, along with inconsistent stories told to the police by her family, friends and peers, the case eventually went cold. So that, to be honest, apart from that, like, from what I was reading, there didn't seem to really be anyone that was shining out like this could mm. be the guy. Mm. I also find it a bit weird that they mention the fact that there was inconsistent stories from her, like, friends, family and peers. You would think if they wanted to, like, find out what was going on, that, you know, they would... What, why were their stories inconsistent? You know what I mean? Yeah. I want to know what that means. Exactly. Inconsistent stories. Exactly. You know, like, mm. Mm. Did they say that she left at different times? Mm. Or, uh, or was it, like, completely different? Mm. Uh, around two weeks after the discovery of De Palma's remains, several newspapers, including the Newark Star, Star Ledger and the New York Daily News, began reporting that she may have been the victim of an occult sacrifice carried out by either Satanists or a local coven of witches who operated inside nearby Wachung Reservation. The coverage was spurred by reports that the body had been found surrounded by strange objects, and the, theory of, the theories of James Tate, the pastor of the De Palma's family assemblies of God Church. Rumours about the case set off a panic in several Union county communities, which were still recovering from the shock of the John List murders only 10 months earlier. So I think there must have been like a, a mass murderer going on just earlier before this as well. John List. So uh, that's, to be honest, that's like the main bit of the death, but we'll go on to like the aftermath. And there's this, uh, there's this newspaper, or I don't know if it's like a, an internet website. I'm, I'm not entirely sure how it started, but it's called Weird NJ, uh, Weird New Jersey. So they're sort of a website that would report on anything that was a bit strange going on in New Jersey. Like the Jersey Devil. Have you yeah. heard about the Jersey Devil? No, no, oh, no. that's creepy. Oh, that's going to be my next mystery Monday. Nice, <laughs> nice, nice. I bet they probably reported on that as well. Um, definitely would have. Yeah. When the editors of Weird and Jay began their own investigation into Jeanette's unexplained death, they were immediately met with resistance from local police, who claimed that all the files for the evidence re relating to the De Palma case had been destroyed during flooding from the Hurricane Floyd in 1999. Today, we finally know that to be untrue. Mm. Which is quite a very, that's like a really strange detail. What, so they've almost like had to release them then, mm. right now. So yeah. after a decade of working with Jeanette's nephew, Ray, and weird NJ correspondent, Jesse P. Pollack, who co-authored with Mark Moran the definitive book on the De Palma case, 2015's Death on the Devil's Teeth, Weird NJ has finally obtained copies of Jeanette's case file from Union County Prosecutor's Office. After years of denials from previous acting prosecutors, Pollock was, was able to consult with former UCPO, Director of Communications Mark Spivy, in 2019 to submit, a, to submit a detained file request under the New Jersey Open Public Records Act and the Freedom of Information Act. I am straight. So originally they came out and they were like, all of these files have been destroyed, Like, there's no way we can even get them. And then we've now found out that they were there mm. and they just were f refusing to give they them like multiple years. They were just like withholding that information. Years. Exactly, yeah. After, after nearly two years of delays due to COVID-19 and personnel changes, the UCPO finally released the bulk of Jeanette De Palma's case file to Pollock in February 2021, including crime scene photos that had previously been described by New Jersey police officials as missing. 
Mm. So it's a pretty recent like discovery that all this has come out. For mm. until literally twenty twenty one, none of these photos were available. I believe we've also got some photos of the actual sort of crime scene photos up as well. Um, they should be on another tab. I think the third tab. You'd just be able to see like some sort of small photos. So that's the actual like photos taken at the time of when it happened. You can click on them and like make them big screen as well if you'd like. Um, mm. The picture they paint is very clear. After a careful review of these photographs, Weird NJ feels confident that there was no occult activity involved in Jeanette's death. The yeah, alleged crosses. Really look that occult, no, it? Like not how, at all. How it was in the pictures, it mm. just looks like kind of she's in the bushes. Mm. Mm. Uh, the alleged crosses made from sticks and twigs and halo of stones that were supposedly found placed around Jeanette's body are completely absent from the crime, se crime mm. scene photos. Also absent are any animal sacrifices that were long rumoured by whispering Union County residents to be near the remains. The closest objects resembling a cross found near the remains are two rotten tree branches that had obviously fallen in that spot a long time before Jeanette had come to rest there. Mm. No arrows carved in trees or an altar of any scene are found in the photographs either. This, of course, makes what the press said about these photos in 1972 all the more confusing. An article that appeared in September 20 in the September 29, 1972 edition of the Elizabeth Elizabeth Daily Journal entitled Girl Sacrificed in Witchright made the following claim. Investigation into the death of a 16-year-old Jeanette De Palma is focusing on elements of black witchcraft and Satan worship. A review of the death scene photos, according to reports, is leading authorities to believe the girl's death may have been in the nature of a sacrifice. Pieces of wood, at first thought to be at the scene by chance, are now seen as symbols. One searcher said two pieces of wood were crossed on the ground over her head. More wood framed from the body, like a coffin as well. So mm. this is all like stuff that was coming out at the time of the death. Like all the yeah. press were saying it was a, you know, witch related. Seems to be, seem to, to be me much. a bit like they were just being <laughs> sensational about it. Mm. Like try, like kind of taking it about our context and saying, oh, there's this like ritualistic Tamina. murder mm. but like really Hearsay. Yeah, to me it looks like she was just like kind of placed in the bushes mm -hmm. um, i think with a lot of things like this it's like chinese whispers isn't it mm. yeah another thing which i found really interesting that i haven't actually written down but i remember reading when i was like doing some research about this case apparently the police when they were doing their investigation actually hired i think it was like an actual witch mm. that they hired to like help them with the investigation <laughs> which seems weird not really know. Well, I don't know. It does for the time. Yeah. I know that back in the day, it was like quite commonplace. We've talked about other stuff before. Yeah, like psychics and stuff. Yeah, like it was helping, quite commonplace. Yeah, yeah, like a hundred years ago, mm. it was quite common for the police to like hire clairvoyants and psychics to help with murder cases and disappearances and stuff. Mm. Mm. But yeah, I mean, when when did you say this happened? It wasn't uh, that long ago, was it? 1972, I believe. Yeah, yeah I so I mean, it was a fair while ago. 50 years ago. Mm. Mm. Um, the article was the first pub publication to link Jeanette De Palma's death with witchcraft and Satanism, but even a casual glance at the crime scene diagram drawn by UCPO investigator Glenn Owens shows that these supposed signs of black magic and Satan worship are tenuous at best. The two pieces of wood crossed on the ground over her head were actually parallel to Jeanette's body, with her right arm resting on the vertically uh, parallel log and the other horizontal log lying just be just beyond her head. Both logs were much larger than Jeanette's entire body as well. 
The reports of logs framing Jeanette's body, like a coffin, are an exaggeration at best as well. As Owen's diagram shows, the branches fell in a way that roughly resembles an open rectangle and not that of a trapezoid, as other um, newspapers trapezoid. reported. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Tra <laughs> what is it? Trapezoid. It's a tra tra trapezoid. Trapezoid. <laughs> no, trapezoid. Ah, that, yeah, that makes more sense. Trapezoid. Uh, as others, other newspapers reported in 1972. But considering this was a densely overgrown patch of woods, it's probably safe to say that the Hoodell Quarry was filled with countless other uh, branches. And, yeah, exactly. Mm. <laughs> Trapezoids, uh, trapezoids, whatever you want to call it. Uh, the Tomato, tomato. Yeah, 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 yeah. The overgrowth itself is in another revelation as well. For years, Weird NJ has been told time and time again by retired Springfield P PD investigators that the spot where Jeanette's body was found was a party spot um, and that she likely overdosed there whilst hmm. partying with several other teenagers, hmm. all of whom presumably fled out of fear of prosecution instead of rendering her medical aid. The death scene photos tell an entirely different story, however. The spot of Jeanette's body also was sorry, discovered sorry, sorry. No, no worries <laughs> no worries uh was discovered in much more overgrown than yeah basically it was a lot more overgrown than ever mm. described right. um countless plants bushes surrounding the remains no evidence of a party yeah um or any social gathering whatsoever which no once bottles. again really strange weird that, that like yeah it was like it was just initially reported like this and it was just like mm. so much further from the truth yeah it's almost like um that the police are painting this certain picture because i don't know whether they they don't they can't be bothered to do yeah. the investigation yeah. or something i, I so bet they, we'd be shocked they blame how much, it on so yeah. on a certain mm. thing and then it's okay we can forget about that and but we don't actually want to show you any of the any of mm. the um evidence mm. because it it points to something you know, yeah, man, completely I bet, different. I, I bet we'd be shocked at how like common it was that things actually like that took place back yeah, in the day. Mm. Like, let's also, just try it's it, what it, happened now. We don't know who it is, yeah. so let's just leave it. Mm. This is going to sound super, super ominous, and I don't want to go into it too much, mm. but um, a, uh, a family member of mine a long time ago, um, that's not alive anymore, um, confessed to a murder that my family are like pretty much convinced that they didn't actually commit but right. they did it for a certain reason, right? Which was like a, an honorable <coughs> reason, right? And we were all convinced that they didn't do it. But in those days, if somebody just confessed, they didn't even bother looking into it. Like, they were like, case closed. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Whoa. They were like, mm. Yeah, they were just like, basically it's like case closed. But like na you, nowadays, you think they'd look into it more than that, but it was just like, well, mm. we've got a confession, that's it, case closed. Yeah. But even that, that's Whoa. like men's limit. Because all of it, I remember when I first said that, I was like, what, oh, they didn't look into it like any more than that. Mm. But, so, so, so he confessed and then went to like prison or got like you went know to, like, went to prison. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Like now it's like yeah. You, if if the police are suspicious of the reason for a confession, they mm. won't just take it and. They probably like, need more than yeah, just yeah. that. Yeah. Mm. Do you know what I mean? They'd like think right. Well, why? You know what? You know they probably even think like well, right, why? What? Why would he possibly be confessing to this and stuff yeah. like that? Or like you know, mm. if it doesn't seem like f fit with his character and stuff like that, do you know what I mean? Like mm. right with his character, but it was almost just like there's like, oh, case closed. Nice no, enough. Enough. Yeah. We don't have to mm. do any more work on this one. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it really, time to go to the pub. It feels, yeah, <laughs> it feels like that as well. Like uh, on a completely different level, mm. but like um, institutions and companies, like places that are set up in a certain way. 
um, normally on that there's there's a there's an element to them that are almost a little bit dehumanized or like you know can't mm. really be bothered to do it mm. because it's not their problem mm. like you know like see it I'm finding at the moment just in a house thing, you know, it's like, um, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. and like I've got some stuff going on with our house and like rang up the agency people. And because of the type of contract it is or whatever, it's like a non-managed contract. They're just like, yeah, sorry, um, you're going to just have to talk to the landlord and like kind of blah, mm. blah, blah. But like you can tell that they really cannot be, they, they don't want to talk to you about it or they, they're just like, not my problem. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And like, I can imagine if like you're like, you know, replace like even the police force, if it's a murder mm. or something like that, mm. or it's going to be like, you would, you'd want them or you'd expect them to be like, I'm going to put a million percent into this until it's solved. Yeah. But I think a lot of the time it will just be like, oh, you know, let's just sweep it under the carpet because we ain't got a clue. Like, and it's just like, it's done now, isn't it? Yeah. You know? yeah. And you don't want to think like that. You think, you know, you think that there would just, there'd be way more like um, of a human element to it. Mm. But, you know. What, what yeah, seems yeah, yeah. to be like a really common theme in like all of the murder mysteries that we've done on Mystery Mondays and stuff is that there always seems to be quite like bad police work in these mysteries. Yeah, but I feel yeah. like this one in particular, when I read it, I was like, this doesn't even just seem bad. It seems like they were flat out lying mm. to mm. them. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think you like, I mean, I think you usually think that stuff like that just happens on like television programs and stuff. But mm. yeah, I mean, I guess it's like, in any profession, there are people that are good at their job and people that are bad at their job. And in any profession, there's also moral people and immoral people. Mm. And then I guess, really, it's almost like the luck of the draw. Who's going to get assigned to what case and stuff mm. like that? And if you've got like maybe either like incompetent people or immoral people or like a combination of both, do you know what I mean? Then oh. it's more likely that this sort of thing's going to happen. Yeah. You know? It's so frustrating because you almost feel like at the mercy of something like that as well. Like if, yeah. Especially if you're in a situation where... You know, it is like I, I'm reliant on whatever these people can do to help or, um, you know, and then you're just like, oh, my God, like, all right, nothing. Yeah. Mm. Sound. The thing is, is like, if that was your daughter or if that was like your girlfriend or whatever. Yeah. What I mean? Then like you'd your... be like, how? Like, yeah. yeah. What's I being even... done about this? Oh, we're handling it, man. Even like we're with the watcher, it, sir, you, know? you know, like yeah. when you're getting all those mm. letters and your life becoming ruined, you're becoming financially ruined and all of that stuff. But the police are just a bit like... Yeah, Almost sorry, like it's not a big deal. We'll do. go past your house a couple of na- days, yeah. uh, a couple of times a night and stuff. We'll look and, into you know. it when we get a chance. But I imagine if that's you, you'll be like so frustrated. Yeah. Like, I just mm. need every resource, and that you, you have to hire your own investigators. And you almost and, like expect that like the police yeah. would take it real seriously, but if they're being really wishy-washy about it, you're mm. like, whoa! Mm. Like, I didn't really expect it to be like that. God damn it! God damn it! God mm. damn it! Sometimes mm. I um I've like I've flirted. With the idea of becoming a detective. <laughs> <laughs> I think they often work nights. Yeah. And, yeah, I just think it would be really... I mean, the same reason I really like mysteries and... Yeah. Stuff. Anyway, I would, I would in- be interested mm. to, like, look into it all. And then, deep. like, to, like, drive around and, like, knock on doors people's houses and try and pe- piece it all together. You yeah, because I mean? you'd mm. have the brains, mm. but then you'd also have the muscle. Well, yeah. To go around yeah. and be, yeah. like, you know... <laughs> and a quite cool flashing little badge. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> FBI. Should look into it, man. Detective, Detective um, Obadiah <laughs> <laughs> on the case. You'd have your Obadiah penny whistle with you. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> this is my penny whistle. <laughs> <laughs> that could be your undercover name. Yeah, mm-hmm. Detective Penny Whistle. <laughs> yeah, man, Known and then it's like it's like you know how like with Batman and stuff, he's got like a little symbol. You just like if anybody ever wants me, they just blow a little whistle and then I just appear. Mm. <laughs> 
<laughs> like a little old-fashioned little metal whistle. Can you picture the one I'm thinking of? Yeah, man. Mm. And then there's like a streak Full of lightning, show. and then all of a sudden I'm just there <laughs> in the rain. <laughs> 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 yeah. You cold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you like doing the Batman voice as well. So oh, mate, I'd love it. I'd ham it right up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 mm. Uh, what is noted in these reports, however, are the contents of Jeanette's purse and the revelation that, the, that it was apparently never recovered, despite previous accounts given to us by res- responding officers on that day. So once again, like, apparently the purse never got found, but the police were like, yeah, we got it. Mm. You know? Oh, right. That's weird. Uh, approximately eight feet south of Jeanette's remains were the contents of her purse, apparently dumped out into one small pile. Listed in the evidence reports and shown in corresponding photos are a pack of Markle tissues, uh, a Vicks inhaler, um, a small compact lipstick, a comb, a key on a ring, and a clear vial with an unknown substance, um, which her mother has come out and said that she had a mild cold, so it was like something. Oh, I like how she made her own elixir. Yeah. Yeah, she said it it was resembling a coricidin bottle. Coricidin. I'm not sure what that is, but um, yeah. Probably just some type of American sort of cold mixture. Yeah. I mean, you know how we would have our own different stuff. Some I know that some of the things in America are named slightly different over here. Mm. Um, You know, but but they're essentially the same product. Yeah. Right. Soccer. (laughs) (laughs) Like soccer, football, (laughs) pivot. I, I mean, think they might call paracetamol. I think they might have a different Paracetamol. Have you heard of, um, oh, what is it that America, Cocodamol and stuff like that? What's, what's mm. that? Cocodamol is um, codeine paracetamol mixed together. Like you oh. get codeine. Oh, so, so you can get like that. It's like cough syrup, can, yeah. right? Or something. Yeah, I'm no, sure. No, Cocodamol is like, uh, a, very, like a, a stronger right. painkiller. Right, yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Right, 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 right. I'm sure I've heard of certain things, though, that like, you can only get. What are you laughing at? This guy's image, right? I remember once I got back to mine when I lived in Cannington still. And Sherelle was like she'd done something i can't remember what she'd done but she was like she she needed some like cocodamol mm. and um <laughs> and she'd had these cocodamol but they're really strong oh no and like and and she'd had a glass of wine as well you say it was we codeine and paracetamol yeah that's so really was, strong yeah. yeah and like so she and i remember i was like downstairs and she had this bottle of wine or she was a bit drunk or something and i remember i went upstairs <laughs> and she was like she was on the bed <laughs> but with her ass sticking in the air <laughs> And just on her face and just completely asleep. It was like... <laughs> <laughs> Sparked And then out. I like woke her up because I was like, it's a bit dangerous. And she's like, like completely like delirious because she was a bit drunk and like on codeine. And on, <laughs> oh, yeah, and on all the codeine and that. Yeah. Oh, nuts. <laughs> That's hilarious, man. Um, what is absent, however, is Jeanette's purse itself, along with any money mm. or a wallet. If Jeanette was murdered, it is now apparent that the killer took her purse and her cross necklace too, possibly as souvenirs. So it seems almost like a, in that regard, almost like it's not just a murder, it's like a petty crime in terms yeah. of like, like, like you know, they, they were getting financial gain out of it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? That's, that's what it seemed to me when I, when do I got you know what makes, Do you know what I think is a fantastical theory? Mm. The fact that obviously she had that little vial. What if it wasn't, what if she Ooh. was a witch? Mm. And it was like some hate crime against witches or something by like some fanatical... Mm. Witch hater. Mm. Yeah. Watch out, witches. Mm-hmm. The, devil's some teeth. like big fan of the Salem witch trials or something, mm. do you know what I mean? Mm. Did they ever find the um the, the homeless man that lived in the woods there? That, yeah, I think I think they found him. They found and him. And they literally were just like, Oh, uh, was it wasn't like him. just spoke to him. <gasps> was it you? No No, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Alright, cool. <laughs> to check yeah, in. yeah, it's there seems literally to just be like no leads. Like mm. whatsoever from pretty much everything I read. Like that was 
like the only seeming lead. Oh, I mean, I don't know how. Um, got the police. I don't know, force. like, what area of New Jersey did you say this was, or did you not say? Um, is this actually in like this? Is this? I'll, I'll double check. Because New Jersey, because New Jersey is a state, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, um, yeah. So it's a Springfield. Springfield. Well, New Springfield, Hudell's Collie, which I assume is in Springfield. Yeah, I don't know how populated this area is. I mean, mm. obviously this is back in the early seventies, so I'm sure there wasn't anywhere near as much CCTV today as there is today. Mm. I mean, but I think um, it was meant to be like a really safe somebody, area. Yeah, surely somebody would have seen something. Mm. That's what I thought. Yeah. I think what's so like random with things like this is like there is like kind of like random crimes that just happen, or it's yeah. like you know it's a it's a one off that that person is like can can see an opportunity, take the opportunity. Opportunity, mm. do it and then it is it's almost harder to it's like the it's like that one that you um did about that family that all got killed and everything at the ranch or was it you know oh, that was, cool. yeah, yeah me yeah, um yeah. you know and and it was it was almost like quite out of the blue and quite like mm. random act of violence mm. cruelty all that stuff so it makes it even harder to um, investigate because there's no yeah. like passion behind it. It's not like a crime of passion. It's not no, like yeah. a, you know, they've got this whole backstory it's not of what's led up. Yeah, no it's like someone could just randomly do something, and then it's like, you know, no one will ever get the truth because mm -hmm. mm. only that one person would have ever known or yeah. seen about yeah, it. Man. Or, yeah. What was that other one as well that, um, with the kid in the forest? Did he ever? Oh, get... Dennis Martin. Yeah. Poor little Dennis. Yeah, poor little Dennis. That guy who was like mm. seen like running with it. Yeah. With but it but then other people chip. said it was like a bear. Yeah. And yeah. then it was like, was this some weird bear man? Mm. That was a were cool one. A were bear. The were bear. But it's yeah. stuff like that. It's like random, just random yeah. acts yeah. that are just out of the. Like, and he apparently no... he hadn't even like wandered very far, but then just disappeared off the face of the earth and like yeah, to this day like, snatched. To this day, the bear man never found his remains or anything. That was crazy. That one. Yeah. That was a crazy one. Uh, yeah, so they found, like, the the person, the, the necklace were missing, like we said, probably just got stolen, to be honest. Um, obviously, the release was monumental. Like, this whole thing that got released in 2021 was huge to, like, all the mm. family and friends and everything that have been, like, following the case for decades, mm -hmm. trying to figure out actually what happened. But, yeah, it looks like there was pretty much no occult element to Jeanette's death. Mm. Um and the the only questions that really remain is how did the poli how did the police even sincerely, whatsoever believe that there was any kind of a cult element to the to the yeah, case? Yeah, like why did they say it? Mm. Was it just fobbing everyone yeah. off? Um, Stop fobbing. Why Stop did so many police off. officials insist for almost half a century that Jeanette's case file and evidence had been destroyed mm. in 1999 by flooding? And uh, of course, the question still remains of who actually killed Jeanette mm. De Palma. Well, Seems yeah. a bit iffy with the police um, mm. force. Like either they had something to do with it, or they knew that they'd covered it up by saying those things because they mm. couldn't be bothered. So, like you know, it's like yeah. hiding either of those two things. Mm. Like, why else would you do it? You know? Yeah. Either yeah, they yeah. were just really, really like incompetent and lazy, um, or there's a more sinister. Yeah. Mm. Or maybe yeah, like it makes a, you wonder yeah. if you know if they knew. You know, it was like they knew who'd done it, but maybe the person that done it had like crazy barb from the police force. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like had some were in power or something. Like I just watched this really good program called The Devils in Ohio. Oh, what's um, that? Which is a really good sh like Netflix show. It's yeah. like a one, mm. it's like a one-off series sort of thing. Really good. I recommend watching it. But then it's like that's a bit like that. But mm. I don't want to give obviously any away any more mm. than that. But it's like it becomes evident that they're like very very. Whoever's doing this bad stuff is like very powerful, and mm. there's like this detective in it, and it's like he realizes that his chief is probably getting paid off, sort of thing, and then it's like he's like, "Whoa, can't." Do you know what I mean like, don't have like, who the hell do I trust? Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool, pretty creepy. Yeah, man. Creepy. But anyway, rest in peace, mm -hmm. Jeanette De Palma, Jeanette poor De Palma. lass. Hopefully, one day, 
we will know um, who killed her and, and, you know, maybe like a motive or anything. Mm. Probably won't know. No. Let's face it. At this, <laughs> at this, <laughs> at this stage, yeah. But to be won't. fair, probably won't. <laughs> to be fair, <laughs> probably won't. I mean, it's been half a century, man. Yeah. yeah. It's a long time, Long old time, long old time. Person could be the person who did it. Could be long gone by now. Mm. Or oh, they could be yes. listening in. Well, right they could now. be in this room. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm the oldest person here, and I was only born in January 1990. Oh yeah, yeah, good point. Actually, very good point. <laughs> I was minus 18 <laughs> when I did it. I was just a sperm in my prepubescent father's <laughs> ball bag. <laughs> my 12-year-old father's nutsack. <laughs> But yes, on that note, everyone, <laughs> we hope that you have a great week and we shall see you back next week once again for some more Mystery Mondays. <sighs> It'll be Drew's turn once again. Oh what will Drew bring you and what will we have in store for you all? No one can truly say. It's a mystery. Have a lovely week, everyone. Be safe. We shall see you once again. Farewell. <laughs>